You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah! What the fuck is this? That's the one. Yeah! Everyone's watching. The sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's gonna be three and zero for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. Across the beers and record a new sports cast. DJ and TM drunk on the big sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708-316-822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome everybody to... The binge sportscast. I every time TM just that 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 sounder gets me so fired up, and I love it. I love it. I thought I'm we PJ. should change the name of the show to the two and four cast because that's how good we did last week. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm PJ, and as always, joined by my main man TM. Uh, it's back to be back in the chair, TM. We're 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 uh, later this week. Uh, yes. We had some personal uh, vacation agendas that got in the way, but here we are, uh, Thursday night, we're here watching Thursday night football, the uh, Rams versus the Seahawks, and um, you know, we had to get on, there's been too much going on this week, uh, not necessarily in the uh, NFL this past weekend, but in sports in general, and just had to get back on here and, and shoot the shit with TM, so how you doing, man? How was the week? How was the weekend of football for you? Ah, I thought we were recording later in the week to just walk away from week four because that's what I'd like to do. Uh, my team stinks just like this Seattle kicker who just missed the 30. Well, he'll be the new Vikings kicker soon enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, work's been busy and the NFL sucked. So I guess um, one of those makes me money, and the other one clearly lost me money last week with my picks, and I went pretty heavy on some of those picks on the DraftKings, and uh, the draft can- the DraftKing balance is low, as one of my sounders from a few years ago said. Um, thank God for Alabama first half. That's all I have to say. Folks, if you're not listening to me and on that, you've lost money now for – like 20 consecutive college football Saturdays. So uh, join me, Tig Bama this week, minus 10 and a half, first half at Texas A&M, 730, chitching. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Thursday night football we're recording during. This is the second best game of the weekend as far as I'm concerned. The only other game I think that really requires any discussion is the Bills at Chiefs Sunday night. I mean, that's – Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i probably watch 10 minutes of Miami getting sh- – smoked by 
Tampa on Sunday and then just going to be waiting for Sunday night in this house. That's going to be the sit down moment of the day for sure. So, well, we're yes, sitting here. We've some baseball playoffs. We'll talk about that. Yes, and, sir. Uh, yeah. I was, was going to say, we're sitting here watching Stafford, you know, drop another goose egg like he did last week. I mean, I told you people, I mean, be ready for it. Be ready. He gets figured out real quick, like, son. Uh, anyway, um, so now, TM, you've been all over Binge Media the last uh, couple weeks. Lots of voicemails. So we've talked on our show, and we won't get into it, but Ted Lasso, man. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Go. Ted fucking Lasso. Now, you're not allowed Can't to spoil it because you're probably further ahead than I am now, but I'm glad to hear that you're on the train. What do you and mean? It, you're not caught up? No, I'm not. I'm I'm still I've I'm like four episodes back. I'm like two and a half. I'm like halfway through the second season. So oh, all right. Now you're ahead of me. I've only seen okay. se- uh, episode one of season two. Okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I I think I had told you on shows uh, or after you know during our after show, you just gotta. It's not about him. It's about everybody else on the show and like that shtick that everybody that he was created from is nothing of the show. You know, and it's and I keep texting you. You love him just like Jim Law said to his wife, and it happens, man. I I like Ted though. I know. I know. Well, once his family visited from America in season one, the show was very much about him. But yeah, it's about everybody. Look, yeah. I do love him. I'm on board, and I am a fan. Excellent. There you go. There you go. Uh, speaking of other TV, so. Um, I don't know if I brought this up on last week's show, but we we had done the Netflix Untold documentaries, right? So we did uh, Malice at the Palace. We had done Crimes and Penalties, which is still amazing. And so mm-hmm. I was sitting, had nothing to watch, and was looking for a little quick, uh, you know, hour and 20 minutes. So I caught up with the Untold Breaking Point which is the story of Marty Fish, and stop me when you know who that is. Um, But essentially, he was the guy who was the, I want to say like the upside down version of Andy Roddick. And so it's about this guy's life and how him and Andy Roddick were both the up and coming American tennis stars. Oh yes, I saw the the, uh, the trailer and, for this. Okay, yeah. Yep, and and how Roddick beat him in some like tournament, and it just that was it. And he took off, and then it's about his life and how he ended up getting back into tennis. And I'm not a tennis fan. I know who Andre Agassi is. I know who uh, Roger Federer is, and you know, that's that's what I got. But <laughs> I enjoyed it. I would not say go out of your way. To like go search it out and watch it tomorrow, but it is another good story. It's an untold story. Is this you know clearly talks about somebody who was in the American limelight at some point in his life and and kind of how it all transpired. I enjoyed it. I'd give it a thumbs up. You know, if you're bored looking for a good hour and twenty minutes, absolutely go after it. So nice. Yeah, it seems to be a good series, just overall. It produced well, everything, good stories. Yeah, there's no, yeah. And, and yeah, and it's it's just, yeah, it's edited well. It's, uh, 
you know, it's none of that bullshit like you hear about, like cheesy over, uh, uh, what's that, like uh, narration over top, you know, and they're serious subjects. And, and so I would recommend going out and seeing or taking a look at it uh, if you got time. Uh, now, TM, I also texted you earlier this week about this new Netflix docu-series that's coming out called Bad Sport. Yes. Did you look into this at all? And it's all no. it's all about like gambling and schemes and like the bad side of sports. The episodes are called Hoop Schemes, Need for Weed, Soccer Gate, Gold War, uh Fallen Idol, His Horse Hitman. Tommy Burns looks back to regret the disturbing days of killing show horses as part of his insurance fraud scheme. Yeah. This is fucking up my alley, baby. This is what I want to see. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in. I don't need, I'm in. I don't need field I already told you I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> anyway, that'll be next on my docket of sports docs. Because I'm pouring a drink. Pouring a drink. I was going to say, were you just slugging that? I was like, good on you, buddy. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. All right. So where do you want to start, Tim? We wanna, you want to jump right into to some winners and losers? I think so. Okay. I think so. All right, let's uh, let's get into that, and then we'll uh, we'll let the, the show run from where it goes from there. Yeah, right. I think you the Lord. It's always strange when a really bad sounder gets a lot of play. Oh, it's so good. Bad. You say bad. It's not bad. It's amazing. <laughs> so this is a segment where, obviously, we pick our winners, our losers from this past week in sports, or maybe not sports, uh, in general, and kind of discuss a little bit and hope that you guys call in and, and, and give your opinions on them. I think I had texted everybody saying I had, I had way too many losers this week, so... Hopefully some other people maybe called in on the uh, BSV line and gave their opinions. So, TM, let's start. Um, I'm going to let you start out with your winner of the week because I'm going to have a hard time of coming up with one. But uh, what do you got? Oh, this is easy. The big winners of this week, it's us, PJ. Oh, We are the big winners. Do you want to know why? I do. Because... And shoot me for not writing the date down, but we are getting ourselves the match, Bryce versus Brooks. Yes! Very excited for this. I And I, I just caught it, I think, on an Instagram ad. So I, I think it's later this month or possibly even next month. But I know it's this fall, and I am really excited to tape this event and watch it in its entirety just because this is something that we have been enjoying on the side here with the PGA and Instagram and social media with these two guys. And uh, I am just super excited that they both agreed to do it, honestly. Well, that's, I, I wonder if it has something to do as we spoke on Off last the Ryder week. Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Ryder Cup where they made up and they hugged it out. And you could tell, though, even even – 
after the win and even when they were hugging it out, they still were were uh were not feeling it, you know, not as much as other guys like JT and the guys and Danny Berger chugging beers. Uh, but that's awesome. And I hope I hope that they can keep it real. I don't know if it'll happen, but it'll be very interesting to see how it goes both in the match and then how each react to how the match is going. But I, Yeah, well, I we, we need it to be – obviously, it needs to be competitive. Like if Bryson's just driving into the friggin' OB the whole time, then we're screwed because right. Kepka will just put him away. Well, and that's always the fear with any time you do a one-on-one, right? It's, it's yeah, tough. yeah. But no, that's yeah, and, and and it's a great time for it because we obviously in the off season of golf for the most part, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's a good time now. Bryson is coming off of, and I don't know, this was off of the Ryder Cup. Do you know he went and competed in this long drive contest? Did you see this? Um, like two days what after I, the Ryder Cup. Well, yeah, what I kept seeing was the clips of him, you know, hitting rep- rep- repetitive drives at a driving range and those goofball guys filming behind him trying to insult him. Did you see that? No, no. But I think that's uh, happened a lot, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was like, they're like trying to stump him. And then they said something like, you know, they said, you know, something to the effect of too bad the PGA doesn't test. Oh. Meaning, meaning roids, and he like turned around and like stepped away from the boys. Like, oh, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. But they were saying like shit, like Kepka bangs your mom. Basically, they were saying you know, something <laughs> stupid like that, and he just didn't care. He just kept hitting the ball harder. I don't know how the guy doesn't have like a like an intense spinal injury with the way he hits the golf ball when he warms up. It's just it's obnoxious. He is he is a freak, man. There's something weird about him. He's like the Gronk of golf. Yeah, it's he is. It's yeah. There's something you're right. He, he there's something like mentally, uh, like imbalance. Him, right? Like yeah. He's got like a chemical why? imbalance. <laughs> like, at, like at what point do you just not stop and just become a better golfer and just stop? Like going to a long drive contest. I mean, that's all those guys do, and there's the reason why they're no good. Right? I mean, anyway, whatever. Did he win it? No, he got uh, he got knocked out in. I mean, he he like you know made it somewhat. You know, he he made it past some rounds, and okay. I think he had a drive of like four hundred and five yards or something. Jesus! Christ. But the ultimate winner, which is funny enough, is like a little kind of like scrawny dude. He's got this long hair, and he wanted like his drive was like four hundred twenty-two yards. Ugh. Now I don't know like how far you you know tm this past weekend when you golfed i don't did you have a 422 yard drive i think i had a 250 i was pretty excited about (laughs) (laughs) that's probably it though i love it i love it all right my back my back 952 that had me cracking bud lights on the 10th like i fucking won something that's that's great dude it really was amazing i'm telling i was saying it like since the third hole i'm like man i've never played this good i was like the dude in caddyshack who gets struck by lightning (laughs) I don't think the hard stuff's coming down for a while now. Um, but no, golf's a weird thing, too, is the better you get. It's one of the few sports, and I, mean, I guess all sports are like this, but because it's an individual sport, it, it it's more apparent. But the better you get, the more frustrating golf gets. Like, to a certain extent, you will get, like, everybody golfs up to a certain 
skill level or, or score or handicap, whatever you want to say. And then it just is no longer fun and just becomes more frustrating because you can't get better. You can't get over that hump or you're not doing as well as you did the last time. So now, TM, your next time out golfing, you're going to be pissed because you didn't shoot a 52. That's the problem. Well, we'll see. Let's see. Maybe I'll play well for another. The next time I go out, I already told my father we're going out soon and we're going for nine. So I can let's see how good I do. And when I'm done with nine, if I'm in the 50s, I'll be happy. I'll be like, all right, I'm finding my groove here because I haven't played since May. I was tired. You get tired for 18 holes. 18 holes is long. It's like a five hour round. Yeah. This place when was you're moving drinking. slow, man. It was brutal. Yeah. Yep. All right, so All right, who's my winner, and I'll, uh, this is a more serious, and this is this is just the the lame play because last night after watching six and a half hours of baseball, holy shit, that Dodgers game last night was long. But <laughs> we get into extra innings, tight. I mean, it was one to one for forever. I mean, it seemed like forever. And the hit by Chris Taylor at the end of the game, this guy, for those that don't know, Chris Taylor was like eight for his last 78, eight for his last 80 or something. He's been like 100. He was benched. He, you know, was a guy that wasn't supposed to be there. And to put your team into the playoffs, and don't even get me started about this wildcard playing bullshit, is just incredible for a guy who, you know, playing baseball is ridiculously hard. And it's a grind. And to be able to get to the majors and then have a slump and get knocked down from your pedestal or from your position trying to fight back, to be able to give that guy... Chris Taylor, who maybe won't see the field, you know, if they're winning games or not winning games, for him to have that moment was just awesome. The game last night was awesome, and I know TM, you're going to bring up uh, another, you know, wild card team here in a minute. But I watched. Uh, Spoiler alert! Wait, I, I, what are you talking? We're when we're good to BSV. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, first of all, it wasn't a six and a half hour game. It wasn't an extra inning game, just so you know. I'm gonna look Norris your ass right here. <laughs> was it in the bottom of the ninth? I couldn't even. Yeah, I was, dude, I was so far gone. It was well. First off, the game ended at twelve thirty. It was like four. Yeah, and a half I went hours. to bed. I mean, it was six four and a half six hours. and a half yeah. hours. I guess obviously I was exaggerating, but I remember going upstairs. Like I was on the couch last night at eleven fifteen. And it was the bottom of the, I think the eighth inning had just ended. It just, it took forever. Um, but the game was extremely entertaining. As long as it was, I was entertained by the game. I, I you know, the uh, the Cardinals, the Dodgers both had, opportunities base runners Scherzer gets pulled early um and, and and it was just it was a you know I mean it was an American League kind of battle you know 
pitcher pitching changes, pinch hitters, all of that. And I just really enjoyed it um, all the way up to the end. So Chris Taylor, good for him. We'll uh, we'll leave it at that, and you know, we'll see what uh, my big loser is because it should be the MLB. So, my question to you is: Do you feel? Because I read okay, so somebody made a post about last night's game saying how it was highly entertaining, good for the Dodgers, blah blah blah. Um, do you think it that? It's flawed. The playoff system is flawed when 106 win teams got to play in that game and then now go play the 107 win team. And Fuck Atlanta, yeah. And Atlanta's just sitting, getting, because they won their shitty ass division, they get, you know, to, you know, they don't have to deal with that. I mean, do you think it should change where, you know, the lowest, the, the two lowest records should be in that playing game, regardless of, see, that's functioning more like a conference. Yeah, I, they, it's you know, to like me in the NFL kind of. Yeah, what's funny is when you look at the two wild card games this year, it was absolute and utter bullshit for the NL that they had to, like you said. I mean, they're they're going to set the record now when they play tomorrow, the Giants and the Dodgers for the most wins ever combined for a team or for teams playing each other. Right. But it's, it's utter bullshit that they had to play essentially a play in game. It, it makes the season worthless. And, and I just, to me, baseball had one of the best and greatest playoffs and, and September's for a reason. And to, I don't know, to to make it so that a team like St. Louis, and good on them for, you know, having the run that they did, 16 straight. Is that what they ended with? I never even found out. I think um, it was 17. 17? I think it's, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure that's what they were saying last night. Um, For them to be able to come in and be a 15 win less, you know, 15 less win team and have a chance to go and win one game, one game and make it into, you know, the official playoffs, because I'll never call this playing game, uh, like, I think is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And if you're a Dodgers fan, I'm sure there were a lot of Dodgers people saying the same thing yesterday. So, I don't know. But it operates the same in any sport. I mean, if you're a wild card, yeah, then you're, the you're seven playing in nine. the wild card round. I mean, that's just it. I know, and and people will argue, right, that you need to win your division, and that's it, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think you can nitpick this, and in this, I think this is an, you know, uh, just an interesting situation this year. It doesn't happen every year, but, I mean, I think it just tells you, really, like, how surprising of a season the Giants actually had to the fact that the Dodgers were not the best team in their division when... You oh, know, it's crazy. They're the odds on they're the returning World Series champion and they're like the odds on favorite to do it again. And you're just like, where the fuck did the San Francisco Giants come from? I mean, cheers to you, Chad. So you're having a great time. But uh yeah, it's crazy. It it it's crazy. It's crazy they match up. At least maybe if they maybe you could make a rule where you know, you can't play a team in your division till the conference championship or something. Just so now, so like basically, you're saying if there was one wild card 
then the Dodgers would be playing their division winner right off the bat in a five-game series. Like maybe it's – I don't remember if that was done before. I don't in a, remember. In, I thought there was – Baseball maybe or something. You're like you can't – you know, you maybe can't play. they should – All right. Right? So they yeah. should be playing the Brewers, the second best, you know. All right. And the Which, Giants can play, you know. Because it's bullshit for both teams. It's bullshit for the Giants having to play essentially the second best team as the best team, right? And it's bullshit right. – I mean, I guess it's not bullshit for the Dodgers, but for them to have to play somebody in their own division too. But I mean, it is what it is at this point. Um, the only way you could, the only other way you could do it is, is you could say, "All right, two ways to get in: uh, division winner or the wild card, meaning the you know the fourth and fifth best records in the league. Then we seed, sure, you know? or you, yeah, or yeah, you yeah. reseed after the wild card or something. You well, know, people." That, have that talk- would be the reseeding would be the only way to and this is happening in the, in the NFL right so you you have a a 10 win 10 win 10 win wild card team that has to go and play you know Washington who's 7 and 9 on the season as the division winner right and the ultimate or the 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 comeback is always well, we'll just win your fucking division and you get a home game and i get it but you know I guess it's the cards that you're dealt sometimes. And I just don't, that doesn't bother me as much like not getting home games as the one game baseball specific one game play in game. When there's such a large disparity in the records, like it it just, it just, it, it mitigates everything you've done for 162 games. It's saying that it's pointless. But okay, so then the counter to that could be, well, all right, we'll make the wild card a three-game series. Well, no. What's the difference, though? I mean, well, yes, it's not one game. Well, but the it's difference still only is three. It's still only three, and you know, versus 162. But the difference also is that in that wild card one-game playoff, the one team could have a dominant pitcher. Or a right. dominant performance where the other team is stacked and has an uh, has an uh, amazing rotation, but they only get one game to showcase what they're doing. Well, most teams, if not all teams, have at least one dominant pitcher, right? So yeah. you've got two good performances in the game last night that you watched with um, Scherzer and uh, uh, Wayne, uh, Wainwright. Wainwright, and then yeah. you have another. Uh, with Evaldi and oh wait, Garrett Cole only pitched <laughs> two innings. He sucked. That's unfortunate. Anyway, That's yeah, we don't we don't have to keep harping on it. But I just I don't love the fact that they added a fifth team. The Tigers at one point played in game one sixty three to determine right. the yeah, wild the card did that against the Reds. Right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and and I'm okay with that because those are two teams that are tied. That is at the end of the year. They needed one more game to determine, and I love that. But yeah, well, the Dodgers the Yankees won. and Red Sox were tied, so in a sense, that is sure. what the American League game was. And that's exactly it's it's funny that we get both of these games, right? We get both of these type of games that one is very, very much so not a play-in game, and one is exactly what it's made for, right? Anyway, all right, let's get to uh, the losers of the week or weeks or whatever. So, TM, the floor is yours. 
the Yankees. Da, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Evil wow. Another, another playoff performance and another offensive just egg. Aside from one man who is one of my new favorite players in baseball, Mr. Giancarlo Stanton, who if the game was in Yankee Stadium, probably would have had three home runs because he hit the top of the green monster twice. Oh, he! I see. And, I never saw. I So this game, I, I started watching it. I saw him. Was at the bottom of, or the top of the first that he hit? The first time? No, or was I, think it the he, I think he caved in the first inning. Okay, it must have been the, his second at bat then, whether that was the third or whatever. But I saw that one, and he had the home run trot. Like, it was – he was ready yep. to go. And so uh, their announcer, John Sterling, on the radio actually called a full home run call. Oh, yeah, And then had sure. to correct himself when he was standing on first. <laughs> oh, like he never even – because the, the TV broadcast was – you know, essentially the home run call, and then it was like, oh, no, it's not. Yep. That was at the A-Rod. That was A-Rod's thing, right? Oh, oh, my God. Did you see that adjustment by Deshaun Jackson? And he's still going. Oh, my God. He gave up on that. That was like a Mahomes-type pass by Stafford. Just, yeah. just fling it up there and hope for the best. Well, he's not connecting on any routes, so. Oh, so he is <laughs> not he looks playing terrible. Well. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Uh, so but give yeah, me some so, more on the Yankees, TM. So, all right, so the Yankees fall flat. I mean, it's everybody but Stafford. I mean, I mean, excuse me, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Stafford, who's also flat tonight. But um, Garrett Cole was taken out after two innings. So two plus. He came out in the third, but he didn't have any outs in the third. Give it, give up a two-run homer, bottom one, and then uh, gave up another homer. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Clue, not Kluber. Who's the guy that was on the Cubs lefty? Now he's on Boston. Um, oh, I'm getting yelled oh. at right now by Chad. He took him deep, and uh, then they took him out after like a double or something like that. I mean, just brutal. You're making $30 million a year. I mean, they're killing him here in New York. And he's up for Cy Young, him and Robbie Ray on on Toronto and all these Yankee fans are calling up sports radio today saying they don't want him to win it because he doesn't deserve it. Cause he had three bad starts, including the wild card to finish the season. Yes. And, uh, yeah, just, just brutal. This has happened to them now, this entire, um, Aaron Boone managerial campaign of four years, they, they continue to make the postseason, and then they just go flat on offense. And, uh, it, it's not a good look. Um, and in contrast to a game that you watched last night that you say took six and a half hours, I mean, this game was over quick. The Yankees just went quietly into the night. Um, just brutal, but you know, it's a shame and I, I feel really, really bad for the Yankees and it's just too bad. You know, they couldn't get that 28th or whatever, 27th, whatever championship. It's just, it's just too bad. So, big losers from the Bronx. There yes. you go. There you go. This guy just missed the extra point. I know, dude. It's, oh my God. Kickers. It's because the spread's two and a half. It's unbelievable. I'm so glad I didn't bet on this game. I don't know if it'll stay that way, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. No, I know. Um, so, sticking with baseball. This was my biggest loser Early, early uh, last week, 
or, or I guess, I mean, it was late last week, but it's been a long time, and he's still he's still going to be my biggest loser. Now, I did kind of text out and say, I have a lot of candidates for biggest loser. One of which, and I have to bring up, was Lee Corso. I watched College Game Day TM for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Lee Corso might be dead. Literally, he is a corpse, and he's like my grandfather in the home. I don't know how he's still on TV. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anyway, but you know what? Not his fault. He's old, and ESPN still just shoves a mic in his face or straps one to his face and says, put on this helmet or put on this mascot head. You'll be fine. No. My biggest loser has to go to Milwaukee Brewers pitcher, Ah! Devin Williams. (laughs) Dumbass. For those of you who don't know this story, Devin Williams is the Brewers' second best reliever. Whatever. I mean, one one of their top relievers. The Brewers win the division midweek last week. And what does this guy do? Goes out and breaks his hand when he... Punched a wall after having drinks. <laughs> I mean, you are a professional athlete, a professional pitcher who just made the playoffs and won your division. And you go get so drunk that you take that hand of yours and punch it into a wall. Now is he? He's out for the first round so of the playoffs. He, right? he just had surgery, oh, yeah, so he's done. they're saying maybe, maybe he can make it back if they make it to the series. They'd be like four weeks, right? I mean, it's let just... me say something real quick about this football game. Why I'm not upset about that Deshaun Jackson play is because that's the play. That when Tyler Lockett makes it 15 times a season, I get seriously frustrated oh yeah so that so i'm glad that goes against seattle and here we go this is something else that has been going on through the first four plus weeks now of this nfl season and it's driving me freaking crazy these kickers kicking the ball out of bounds on the kickoff they get one job how freaking hard is it why are we kicking it to the corner ever there's one way to avoid doing this Kick it down the middle. Why? Well, I, I don't know why teams don't just kick it through the end zone every time. Every time. Just I get a robot under, out I mean, there. Yeah, I, I, sorry. I took you off track there, but I, it's that shit starting to drive me crazy. And we're watching this game tonight because, like I said, it's one of only two games I'm probably going to watch all weekend. So consider it a commentary. And that is driving me fucking crazy. Fucking A. Yes. Is that that's an oldie? Oldie, an oldie, but a goodie. That's it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Devin Williams from you know pitcher X, Y, or Z. I just you know couldn't. Now, real quick, what I heard I about the, uh, the way he was interviewed on it the next day or whatever, he basically yada yada yadded the situation. He was like, "Well, we won. Went out, celebrated, and had some drinks. 
yada, yada, yada. I punched a wall. <laughs> it's like straight out of Seinfeld. Maybe I, I should have made him the, uh, the, the, the winner of the week. I never heard that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, what's the yada, yada? Right. <laughs> it doesn't, you know, uh, Ross's fingers. Ooh, it's uh, dislocated. It? Nasty. Yeah. I see. Yeah, look. Ooh, they're showing. Oof. Ah. Ah, he looks Let's like go. Booger. Ugh. All right, winners and losers. If anybody's got a better name for the segment, let us know. <laughs> but you, so we're, make, we're never going to change make the a song. New sounder. No, never, never. You got to. Well, you can make it new, but you got to keep the song. Right. All right. Let's, uh, Tim. We're gonna uh, as we we talked pre-show, pre- not do, pre- yeah, not do uh, major recap of last week. We'll talk a little bit about last week, a little bit about this week, but. We'll let you guys kind of run the show today and uh, listen to your BSVs. Oh, Russ's fingers gross. I don't know how he's throwing the ball. Sorry. Stop being assholes. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. You stressed out? You okay over there? Seven zero eight three. I'm pulling that. Uh, here we go. All right. Um, ah, God, with this the slow mo close up going to oh, commercial finger, on the finger. Oh, he looks like Booger nice. McFarlane. I mean, that you've seen Booger, right? Well, every every ex- every Monday athlete has. Have you ever seen like Tory Holt's fingers? disgusting all right so uh this first one is from somebody i don't know that's ever called this show so let's hear what this what's going on boys really good times here i know i called in like i don't know forever ever um wanted to call check in uh listen to the the week three show um you guys talking about the Ryder cup uh having cracking some beers on the the first tee I was laughing because I was reading some news articles and uh, some people were talking about how it's like the most disrespectful thing they've ever seen on a golf course, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it. <laughs> you got your asses whooped, so you guys want to cry. But, like, just come to the golf course and watch me, and I'll show you the most fucking disrespectful thing you're going to see on a golf course. Cause it's horrible. Um, these dudes played their asses off. They had a good time. I fucking love it. It's like... Uh, you know, like some of the cheering shit in baseball or whatever, when you flip the bat, like, who cares? Let them flip the fucking bat. Let people have fun playing the sport. Um, yeah, that's just my two cents on it. Um, NFL-wise, fuck, man, look, as a Denver Broncos fan, I'm loving it. Teddy Bridgewater's looking a lot better than I thought he was going to. Um, you know, see if they can keep it up. Obviously, it's only been three weeks. It's a bit early to really try and brag because team, the teams we've played ain't been good. But uh, let's see what the Broncos can do this year. Um, until next time, so Billy Good Times just anointed himself the third member of our first ever binge 
Lollapalooza golf foursome. He'll yeah. be number three. He's That's the first right. to add right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Mainly because he plays right along with you, TM. So That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I love it. I you know, and you're you're absolutely right. I mean the the pretentiousness of golf is what we've been trying to and what I mean what Tiger, you know, twenty five years ago tried to 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 get out of the game and for people and i presume that you know i don't know where billy's calling from these days you know i know he's all over the place but i presume he's talking about the european tea drinkers the ted lasso drinkers of the of the uh community but i don't i didn't see anything about hear about people thinking it was disrespectful or anything like that it's not like they were chugging beers on the 17th green when they won the match you know i mean i but it's ridiculous i don't even think this this conversation needs to be any further entertained i agree with both of you wholeheartedly like let's just move on because you know what they didn't just win the Ryder cup they fucking laid the smack down <laughs> so that's they right. can celebrate as much as they want and that's why bruce Bryce, douche, whatever, and Brooks and everybody are all getting along when they don't normally get along because that's how dominant they were. And you, it doesn't matter if somebody's your enemy or you can't get along with somebody. When it comes to sports and you're on the same team and you do what they did to Europe, you know, shit just magically gets better. So fuck off. USA all the way, baby. We kicked your ass. Get out of here. <laughs> now, Tim, let me, I'll give you, I want you, you've got 10 seconds, 10 seconds left with your response. What do you think about bat flips and the bull and and the 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 pitchers getting mad about bat flips or walking off home runs and go? Um, when Pete Alonso does it, I think it's fucking awesome. But when anybody else does it, they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Touché. tough, man, because Touché. we're talking about a sport that you and I both played, and as a pitcher. You see, this is what I. This is how I'm actually thinking through this right now. <laughs> Time's up. No, 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 no. Hold on. So, say you're <laughs> up against me. I groove one down the middle, and you walk it off at a homer, and you throw the bat in excitement when you connect, and you know it's gone. I don't think that as the pitcher, I'm gonna be focused on complaining that you just showed me up that way because I'm gonna be too busy being completely opposite where you're at, like pissed. That I threw the pitch, and that's the end of it. Like you beat me, it's over. Yeah, um, and I, I don't agree. care about the bad flips. Come on, can we have some friggin' fun? It's the same shit with the NFL and the the oh, celebration. The celebration we were going penalties. through that a few oh years ago. Yeah, it's just like come on already. Well, no, now it's the taunting penalties, right? It's the same thing. Yeah. They're not like taunting. They're just, I mean, they're excited. And I get, I get it. If you get down, well, they called it on face, Waller the other on Monday in the Monday night game this week. They called it on Waller. He didn't have a catch probably for a quarter and a half. He finally catches one. He's standing in the white on the opponent's sideline. All he did was spike the ball. He was looking straight ahead. Right. That's and the thing. They gave is, him if fifteen yards. I mean, that's that's a drive killing penalty i think that the taunting penalties before were fine like the way that it was gauged before like if you get up in somebody's face after you you know run them over yeah you're gonna get a penalty but if you stand up and like cheer to your crowd it's not a big deal anyway 
The no you fun the, league, the, as they say. Rule, you know, the rule is, is you know, it's, excuse me, it's been enhanced, if you will. Oh, yeah. You know, to right. be a little bit more sensitive by a team of coaches that coach the, in the league. McVay, mm. Shanahan, a lot of the younger coaches in the league are on this committee that it, in, that chooses these penalties and what's going to be enforced more during the season. So think I, about it from that perspective. I wonder, so They're we've always... Sick of, they probably just don't want to see it in the game. Well, that's what we always have complained throughout the years of guys and celebrating like routine tackles, right? That's that's I just get upset and that's more of a coaching thing than anything like don't get overly excited for doing your job. But if you score a touchdown or you make a good sack or you do like the fact that these penalties can wipe out great plays to me, I don't know, whatever. It's a, a topic for a different show, but the no fun league but billy thanks for calling in man uh you know keep it yeah. up and let us know good to and hear from you billy good times i wonder what just he gave us a little golf tease there i wonder what hole the shirt comes off <laughs> it's gotta be like five or six like he's not wasting any time yeah i mean you're 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 four beers deep at that time on the course let alone what you pre-drink before getting to the course. Oh my god, I don't I don't no no no. That's not how I play golf. <laughs> I gotta try a little bit. You're paying out the ass to get on these courses. I gotta like compete for five minutes. All right. Yeah, it's okay after nine holes, but after Yeah, a... after nine holes, throw it all away. Who cares? All right. All right. Let's get to the next BSB. Here we go. Yup, it's your boy. The oh, boy. And uh what can I say? I guess maybe I believe in these guys more than I believe in themselves. Uh, tough one today. Uh, I'll just get my big loser out of the week out of the way for you, PJ. And uh, that would be me. I- I'm the big loser of the week. Um, I- just for calling out the Vikings after that first drive and going out and scoring and not, you know, they're so good at scripting that first series. And then it's like, what what happens to them? They have not scored a second-half touchdown in three games now. Oh, wow. Um, here's oh. what I will say. Um, Cleveland? Mayfield? Mayfield's not that good. Um, I know it's they've hurt. won, but that run game is fierce. They have a really good run game. And um, their defense is really good. And that's what's going to keep – Cleveland in it, in the running all year. Just legit. Now, their only touchdown of the game came, I think it took nine tries in the red zone, and that's only because on fourth and goal, we got a pass interference, which gave them some more tries. So, it is what it is. We shot ourselves in the foot, and just, you know, our defense now continues to grow defensively we played well kept us in it and now the offense didn't hold up their end of the deal came out strong lost cook for most of the game he didn't come back to like the last five minutes of the game and then there was a little bit of life and i think there's going to be tacos that pass interference in the end zone there and it probably was but it's a hail mary end of game you don't throw it so i can't i'm not going to sit and whine about it um, outplayed, outmatched. If 
there's any hope for these guys. They obviously have to go on a run. They better beat Detroit. Um, not looking good. I think Zimmer's head's going to be called here soon. Um, Cousins just didn't have time. Not his problem. Um, never. Our line never was his really defeated today. Um, and I think it was just lack of bad, bad play calling today. Cleveland had the better plan. Get to the uh, point. So I, I'm, a, I'm a big fat loser. Go to the conference. Go, go to it. Um, but. You know, Detroit gave you the best play I've ever seen in my life today. So, suck a bye, Nick. Yes, Detroit, Detroit did make the greatest play of all time. A interception on the snap. It was incredible. Incredible. Unbelievable. Only Detroit. Only Detroit. Oh, my God. Whatever. Um. All right. Well, I don't know, Chad. I didn't watch your game. Um. It was unwatchable. I saw the score was like 14 to 20 or 14 to 7 14 to 7 their friggin' defense your your defense played more than well enough to win I mean Jesus Christ what happened there it's it Minnesota when they were 0-2 you would say man they could easily be 2-0 now they're 1-3 and it's like (laughs) it's not right there Right, you got to um, beat somebody and yeah you'll get off the schneid this week playing Detroit just like Chicago did yeah, I mean Cleveland definitely. Cleveland's a very is a pretty complete team. I mean, yes, the run game's monstrous. Their defense is really good too. So yeah, oh yeah. No, Cleveland's going to be Cleveland's a playoff team. There's no doubt about it. But you had an opportunity to beat them at home when you needed that game. I mean, the Packers look like they're getting their shit together quickly this season. So where we all picked them, of course. Anyway, I mean, after Week One, we oh well, Tim, watch this play. I've never seen this play in my life. Is this legal? That was like fucking rugby. Is it legal? Looks like it isn't. What is the flag for? So, so the Rams by the so the Rams block the kick. The Seahawks back ten yards. The Seahawks punter recovers it, and then he goes high fives. Then he goes running fifteen yards. So I think he's probably allowed to kick it as long as he was behind the line of scrimmage. I I I don't know though. But he already kicked it once. Can you kick it twice? Just because it was blocked, right? Good point. Yeah, it's a live ball. You can't kick up. You can't pick up a live ball. He could have. Could he throw? I don't think you can do anything. He probably could have thrown it, right? Can you? I don't know. They're talking to McVeigh, so clearly. This There's is the guy. Oh no! Is this one? Is he got a mullet? Maybe he's played in other countries. <laughs> is he, yeah, this is interesting. Can I hold on? I want to hear this. All right, we'll see how they. Okay. Oh, the kick does count. But there was a penalty or something. I I don't know. That that's that's a something to well, figure out for next week. Well, there's probably a hold week. or something. Yeah, you know. Right. But it, I think they're allowing. Here, hold on. Wow. So he can kick that ball again. They chose to not accept the penalty or whatever. But that's crazy. He kicked the ball once and it got blocked. He got to kick it again. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never in my life. Yep, never. 
Uh, all right, let's so go next. The Vikings stink, and uh, and, Cle- and and we did talk about so Baker um, has oh, right, labrum right, right. tear or labrum. something. Yeah, yeah. And he came out and said he needed to be better. Uh, he had a very honest uh, conversation about it, and uh, or not the labor, but he came out and said, I heard today um, that he was very uh, apologetic for how bad he played and how he should have hit wide open receivers and all this. And then there came news that he had a torn labrum, so I don't know. Weird. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. If if Baker's gone as as good or bad as you think he is, He's better than anything else they got on that roster, so they better hope that he can play through it or rest for a couple weeks or I don't know. Yeah, you better uh, you better win this week, Chad, against the Lions, so if you could forget it. I mean, the Lions are going to win at some point. There ain't no He's way chal- going. Oh, I thought he was going to challenge us. He had the challenge flag out. I need some. I need some. Some somebody else to do some research on that shit. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's uh, get to the next one. Here, this is. Yep. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, here we are. Hey, good morning, boys. Calling in on this glorious Monday morning on a Jet Victory Monday, which has not happened Hello. on a positive note in I don't know how long. Uh, that actually coincides with my losers of the week, as PJ questioned. And mine are the saltiest fuck Titan fans <laughs> complaining about their team losing and saying if they had Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, they probably would have won. Well, yeah. Fair point. They were down two starters, but the Jets were down six starters, and even without their top two receivers, the Titans were still seven-and-a-half-point favorites. So, Yeah, I know. I'll take the win. You know, <laughs> defense looked really good for the most part. They sat Tannehill seven times. This offense finally put some stuff together. They scored more points this week than they did in the past three combined. But, yeah, I didn't realize how salty Titan fans were until I went on Twitter after the game and all them complaining and, whatnot so they're my big losers of the week um especially considering they were seven and a half point favorites and just to get to lose to a a team that had no momentum whatsoever so i feel good you know i'll take the win maybe if maybe they can beat the falcons next week i don't know uh but we'll see you know i'll take the win appreciate it as always talk later bye Uh, you see, Goudreau, you typical Jet fan, gets gets a uh, just an inkling of happiness, and you immediately attack somebody else. Now, any team, any team's fan base in the NFL that would lose, that loses to the worst team, the worst franchise in football. Is gonna be salty, so stop. Just stop with your Titan fan bashing. Because guess what? If they had AJ Brown and Julio Jones, they would have beat you. Yeah, I mean, it's not an excuse. It's just the facts. Basically, they basically come in the game one dimensional with Derrick Henry. I know the guy's hard to stop, but yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is who cares? Just go and enjoy your victory. Don't go. Yeah, don't no, go on the Twitter I'm, and I'm try just, to. I'm just fucking around. It, <laughs> uh, it was. I I didn't bet the spread, but I certainly thought the Titans would win that game. I lost a survivor pick on it actually, but you know what? 
I would I was picking against the Jets till they showed something. So good for Zach Wilson because you know what? He looked friggin' really good running around. The way he's moving around the field, he moves around the field better than Mac Jones does. I'll tell you that. I've seen enough Mac Jones already this season. Like, it's not Tom Brady. We don't New England doesn't have to be on TV this much anymore. But anyway, uh, yeah, good for you, Zach yeah. Wilson. What? Yeah, nobody nobody needs to lose that much. You need to, you know, my team, your team, the Jaguars, like somebody like nobody you put in a lot of fucking work yeah players deserve to win to have something you know come from it so but but Goudreau what I was gonna say is just go enjoy your win like don't go looking on Twitter to see if what Titans fans were you looking for Titans fans to give you a like, I just good think Goudreau job? had this is what I was thinking about once he mentioned Twitter I mean because he's always texting me and saying oh the like fucking jet fans on the ledge already. Like this was like after week one. And I'm thinking in my head, where are you? Where are you with these people? Like mm-hmm. what forum are you on where people are acting that obnoxious? Because anyone who's a realistic football fan of their team as a jet fan knows what this season is. Right. You know, like the way Goudreau's handling it. Yeah. That's, that's a fan that knows what's going on here. Like we're just rebuilding. Let's just, see some progress out of the kid and hopefully the coach isn't terrible. Same thing with a week ago with the um, uh, Jaguars at Bengals game last week's Thursday night game. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I didn't bet on the game, but Trevor Lawrence has, he, you saw signs of improvement. I mean, first of all, he didn't throw an interception, but he looked good and he was using his legs and, you know, he looked like he could play in the NFL. So that's all you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, my quarterback isn't even on the field. Yeah, and now he's dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that guy here is dead. Cross so, him off then. <laughs> That'll be coming up. Oh, yes, yes. That will be coming up, by the way, TM, that clip in a couple weeks when we do our mid-season awards. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, all I'll say about the Lions games, because nobody cares, but all the progress that I've talked about on this show with Dan Campbell and, and the signs of them fighting all this, all of that guy washed away when down 10 with four minutes to go. And, and people can argue it was fourth and six, I think fourth and five, maybe and you're in field goal range. You kick the field goal, right? You can't go for it on fourth down and essentially end the game. You've got to kick the field goal and keep it within one possession. What happens? How many timeouts? How many timeouts? I don't know. Not enough. Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> if you don't have three, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> right, but either way, they they went for it on fourth. They didn't get it, and then you're down two possessions with four minutes to go. Right, got, I mean, right. yeah, no, you kick there. You're right, and then you, you kick, try to get, and then you try, you try to, get to get the, the ball. Stop, then you have yeah. to go for right, right. Anyway, so there was a lot of people in Detroit that were like, "Oh, here we go." You know what I mean? Like, there's another you know coach who doesn't understand the concept of the game, and a lot of things bad. The Lions, the Lions are. In a, yeah, but Dan Campbell, after the Ravens bullshit, he's just desperate to 
Yeah, they got to win. They need a win, man. They got to get a win. As I said, yeah, they've been fighting their ass off. They're not good. They're not talented, but they've been in games that they just need to. Maybe they'll get off the schneid. You know, Kirk Cousins. Let's go, Kirk. Let's go. All right, let's move on. Here we go. What's up, sportscaster homeboy Art? Oh! Give you guys a heads up of this week on October 9th. uh, U.S. heavyweight boxing fight that's going on with Tyson Fury. Versus Deontay Wilder. Uh, this should be a, one of the biggest fights of the year. This is the third time these guys met. I don't know. I, I've called in before. I know the first uh, the first time they met, uh, it, it is in a draw. But uh, Tyson Fury came back from the dead in the 12th round from seemingly being knocked out. And, uh, that, you know, both fighters were undefeated up to that point. Then they went on to the, the rematch, which was uh, last year, early 2020. And uh, Deontay Wilder lost. His corner threw in the towel. And Tyson Fury won, and uh, Deontay. Well, there's a lot of controversy. Deontay Walter supposedly he had like a whole list of excuses from his costume, his getup that he wore to the ring, tired him out before he got to the ring, to yeah. possibly his water being tainted. Possibly he made every excuse under the sun, which really kind of diminished his uh, his reputation across boxing. But uh, nonetheless, they're back for part three. Part three that almost didn't happen. Deontay Walter actually had a sue to get this rematch because. Um, Tyson Fury was trying to get a fight with Anthony Joshua uh, in England, which would probably would have been the biggest fight in boxing. But uh, this is going to still be a good fight. Both guys are like fucking six seven, six eight. They're heavyweights, and this is everything you want a bo- uh, heavyweight boxing match to be. I was not expect to go to the uh, decision, so just heads up. Maybe want to check it out. Other than that, have a great show, guys. Later. Art, Art. Uh, hold on. Oh, Art called back. Hey guys, it's Art again. Sorry to call in twice. I hate to do this, but our uh, Facebook's down, Instagram's down, but fucking Urban Meyer's raging libido is not down. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the viral video? Fucking Urban Meyer, conservative coach Urban Meyer, and his viral video that's out. Does he fucking stay on the whole season for the fucking Jags? Uh, does he stay on past this year? If he does, is curious. What's your thoughts on this crazy ass video? Later. Nice. Ah, uh, amazing. Amazing. So, um... (laughs) Well, I guess that's why they call it MMA. Time on your back should be time spent with dudes. Tickling like children, hugging like lovers, spilling your dude sweat. I want another Well, I guess that's why they call it MMA Alright um, Was that for the first voicemail or the second voicemail? That was for the first one oh, okay. I'm excited for uh, Wilder Fury uh, Thank you, Art, for bringing all that to our attention Because, um, yeah the the whole excuse of him his uh get up coming into the ring was too heavy and tired him out. I remember that one. That one made me kind of lose respect for the guy. To be honest with you, I'm looking for Fury to win this fight on Saturday. Um, yeah, just ridiculous. And can, then the Urban Meyer thing. Yes. Yeah, we we'll we'll get into this. Can I I want to ask something about boxing and MMA and and just like the one on one bet is like why. Why are there not? Is it that there are not enough good competitors to have like, you know, part one, part two, part three, like McGregor and you know, like, why do we have to have keep having these 
three-part series with these fighters. Like, where's everybody else? Where are all the other guys that are great? Like, well, I can't and, imagine there's a lot of heavyweight fighters I mean, available. boxers, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, and they train forever, and, you know, there's only so many matches a year, but... Um, I mean, it's a reason MMA's why... MMA's every weekend, though. There's, there's right. always something going on with MMA. There's always... And there's always up-and-coming fighters. I mean, it's every every six months, it's the next, you know, new hotness. It's like, why do we need to have McGregor fight uh, the third day? It's like Pacquiao and Floyd. Like, all... like. Anyway, just boxing go away and MMA wow. give me some more, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like dynamic fighters. Guys like Conor McGregor. The new hotness. The new hotness. That's right. That's right. Oh, jeez. Uh, and then Urban Meyer. So thank you guys for making our show. I mean – essentially making an outline for our show wanted to talk about exactly the new hotness oh i don't definitely not the new hotness that hold on hold on i forgot i pulled a clip of urban meyer at the bar that night (laughs) i don't know if that was him or that girl's butthole but it was and then they were like urban what do you think about jacksonville for the most part fans are dumb this, and then they're like, Urban, we know you're going to USC. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but 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 Urban, like you you were supposed to be spending time with your your family. Yeah, I was banging your mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then his wife takes to Twitter and says, "Guys, I'm not going to be on to respond to your responses." Oh boy. <sighs> this is I. This story is unbelievable. At least in the re I think it's I think it's more unbelievable with the reaction of everything that's happening over the 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 actual like circumstance or deed that happened. I mean, yes, I understand what you mean. Right. The the, the react the response is greater than the the act like crime right i mean sure yes urban was at a bar he's married he you know had, had a lot of drinks <laughs> you can clearly see it in his face a droopy and, face he's yeah, gone sure he was out of it and then some girl with a tight ass you know sitting on his lap and you know was, he got handsy and you know that's not what a married man is supposed to do and not what somebody in 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 the the public spotlight public yes thank you just like in the media spotlight is supposed to do but yes. i mean is it worth is is what he did worth the reaction that we are getting from everybody from the owner of the jags to the story of the weekend essentially I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. Put the tabloid nonsense aside. Do you think this enhances his chances of just pulling a Nick Saban? I mean, that uh, you can't like, it's such a story here. Will he leave for USC or, you know, will he just resign because it's always like, oh, you know, he's not used to losing. Okay. 
the, the reason why I can't just say those those uh, you know articles are stupid is because I mean it happened to my team. <laughs> you know, like Nick Saban did it to the Dolphins, and now look at him in Alabama. So it's just a it's a fascinating situation. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, he's always been there's always controversy surrounding this guy. So I mean, what do you like? Do you think he could possibly is USC better for him? Is that do you think that's the school that Urban Meyer wants to go, you know, succeed at? Well, that's we have talked uh, in previous shows this year about how he had like his shtick was not going over well with the players. Oh yeah, with the veteran players, right? Yeah, right. That saying. it's yeah. you know he's he's and and from what it it sounds like and and what I've read this week is that that he has has always he's he's more of like a superstar guy, and stories are coming out about when he was at Ohio State how like players who weren't starters like wouldn't get the time of day from Urban Meyer. They'd see him in the hallway and walk past him, and it was he'd almost ignore them. And if that is your mentality, especially on an NFL team where these guys are, as we've said, just working their ass off, everybody's there doing the same thing, and especially on a team like Jacksonville where you need 53 or 75 or 105 guys all doing their part to make this, this, this team, this organization better, and and you're not the guy there doing it for that. Like to me, I agree with what you just said, TM. I think, or maybe the question you asked, I think this is the out for him. I think you know, even though he came out today, I think it was today, Wednesday or Thursday, came out and said, among you know, even amidst the controversy, controversy. I'm, you know, I'm I'm here to stay. But that's good for one week. If they go out and get their asses kicked this week, then it's again, it's it's no different than it was a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um I mean his wife literally did take to Twitter and said like people make mistakes and if you're uh if you're perfect and have never sinned, then cast the first stone and all this stuff and said, I'm, I'm deactivating my account forever after I post this kind of thing. So even then, she took his side. I mean, that's listen, everybody's been in a situation where, you know, things started to go the wrong direction and you've got to take a step back and say, OK, let's hear, you know, here we go. OK. And but you're not a public figure. Right. I mean, right. things and shit happens. Now, what the big problem is, what you're hearing now, is it's not even necessarily, at least from the Jaguars' perspective, it's not necessarily what Urban Meyer did. It's more the fact that he actually stayed and didn't go back with the team on Thursday and kind of so left this, them. So this happened in Ohio? I believe I don't know exactly like because they which, keep saying it was his restaurant or something. Yeah, it was. He did not make the flight back to Jacksonville with the team. That was the big thing. And then he was supposed to have dinner or did have dinner. Um, yeah, he had dinner with. Uh, there's a really 
and I don't want to get it down into it because I'm sure everybody's heard it a thousand times, but there's a quote in there where, or, and during his apology, it was like, yeah, the, you know, this like group of people were being unruly and really wanted me to come pick pictures with them. And it's like, and that's when it got even worse for him is after his apology, people are like, what? So those people that, that really wanted you or were so unruly, you started putting, you know, two fingers up their butthole like what i mean <laughs> so the whole thing is just a just a disaster i mean yeah it's it started after week two and it's just if he was if he was if they were four and oh this wouldn't even be a story right but i mean they're jacksonville <laughs> yeah. and it's urban meyer who's you know no no offense ohio state and florida fans but Say he's not the most stand-up dude. Oh, so sick of Cooper Cup. Sick, sick of him. Great, give me a break. Anyway, all right. Thanks, Art. Well, thanks for bringing that up. I don't want to talk about it anymore. He'll be gone. (laughs) Prediction, TM. Will he make it through the season? Yes. Oh, see, I think I don't think so. I don't think. Wow. See, that is fascinating to me. I'm fascinated by the the storyline. Poor Trevor Lawrence. All the guy's trying to do it. Well, maybe it actually helps him because if all the attention's on his idiot coach, then he can just friggin' play football. I just won't play football. Jonathan Moxon. So I did see a I did see a Twitter story or, or post where somebody said that the Jacksonville team was essentially making fun of Urban with their practice breakdown today, or maybe it was yesterday. They said grind. Like one, two, three, grind on three, one, two, three, grind. And that's what they did. So, but is go. he in on that? Because no. then it's fun. No, he wasn't there. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, we got one more uh, BSV, and let's get to this and uh, wrap this up. Yeah. Yo, 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 Jack. What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, calling on Monday after the uh, Sunday games before tonight's Raiders Chargers mm-hmm. matchup. And, uh, God damn it, last night was a fucking weird experience. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Bill Belichick is your loser of the week. Uh, I don't care too much that he had a pretty phenomenal defensive game plan. I don't care that the team kept it competitive. I'm glad that for about 98% of that game, they didn't do anything to embarrass themselves, which was all I could have hoped for. But, uh, you know, we saw Bill Belichick's two most cowardly moves of all time, uh, punting on fourth and two and then kicking into a rainstorm for an injured kicker's, I think, career long. Uh, just uh, I don't care that it was inches away from making it. You're giving Brady the ball back with 50-something seconds and a couple timeouts at that point. Uh, you know, Mac looks pretty good, and I would just like it a lot more if this team would just lean on the fucking youth of the squad to see what they've got. And you know what? If Mac doesn't convert on fourth and three, then oh well. At least you weren't a chicken shit. And you actually tried to win the game instead of trying to outsmart everybody on national TV and beat, you know, to beat the Bucks and beat Tom Brady and all that stuff. So, blah. Go Pats. 
And it, I agree with what he's saying. And then beyond that, you, you were kicking it with like a minute 30 plus left. So Brady had two timeouts. I mean, the the decision to kick the field goal there makes even less sense. It's just like, you know, if there were 30 seconds left or something and you were just not moving the ball, okay, still not the not the right decision. So then, I mean, we just learned it given Rodgers 37 seconds, you know, on the Sunday night game last weekend. So it's just like, or at this point, actually, two weekends ago, week right. three. But, you know, just it was terrible. I could not believe it. And it was probably, it was a bad weather game, and that was the hardest it was raining the entire game. And that's so, because I didn't get to watch the game. So they were up going in. They were going to kick to go up by, what, three or four or five? Something no, like that. they were going up two, or they right. were no, they were going up. T- yeah, 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 yeah. They were because they were up. Tampa kicked to go up one, and so they were kicking to go up two again. Gotcha. Okay. So even still, and even if you make the field goal, you're giving Brady a minute thirty-seven. Like it's almost as if Belichick was too caught up in the moment of the night and was just like, "Got to get the lead back." You know, not. Like thinking it through. The highlight of that game is all the um, screen caps of his son making all the faces and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Because we were we were watching it live and we were like, "What is what is going on with this child?" <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. It's it. See, now there's another fascinating thing about the NFL. This is the, this is why the the primetime games are the best games because you know the way they broadcast them. It's always fantastic. How is it that Bill Belichick's son is standing on the sideline coaching the Pats defense? Like, that alone just blows my mind, like Urban Meyer. It's like one of those weird storylines. And it's just like, what is going on here? This league is so fucked up. Can't figure it out. It's, Fuck the I Saints. Mean, Fuck yeah. the Saints. Wait Fuck the you, Saints. Wait till you okay. see this again, TM. You're going to lose your goddamn mind. If he fucking kicked the ball out of bounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> It wasn't even close. Cut him. He may be. That's, hey, there Can are. I please see Steve McVasis. There he is. It's unbelievable. Anyway. He wants, to, he wants to punch somebody. Well, they're up nine at least. That's what you do. You go up nine. All right. Well, that's it for BSV. If you guys want to call in, had a lot of votes there for losers. Yes. Bella thank check. you for that. I, I mean, I love it. I love all the losers. And if we get, if we get enough. You know, we can have a official loser of the week if, you know, we get multiple votes. Cause we can vote, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but thank you guys for calling in. If you want to call yeah, in. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Fuck your mothers. No, I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that, TM. I oh, don't mean man, that. he has been on a terror. Yeah, I was banging your mom. What? What? Why? Here's another fascinating storyline in the NFL. Why the fuck are we watching Geno Smith in this game? Come on, Russ. He's got Russ has got that little Superman patch on his uniform. What a loser! And now he can't even come in after. A fi- oh, coach, I can't throw. Coach, I can't throw. I can't get credit for this loss against the division, the, the potential division winner, the the guaranteed division winner. Get out of here, you fucking fuck, Russell. Well, you, well, you don't. It's know. ridiculous. They haven't shown. They haven't shown his finger. I know they only showed his finger one split second. Different ways, yeah. <laughs> They've oh, only God. shown it one time, Tim. What do you mean? How did you know that his finger is dislocated? Gino's oh, looking good. 
Hey, threw a touchdown to Metcalf, though, so I'll take any fantasy win I can get at this point because I think in four weeks, five leagues, what's that, 20 games? I think I'm like 3-17. and 17. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for this I'm conversation. I'm 0-4 three yet, times. But, oh no, no, no. I, yeah, move on. I don't want to hear it. No, it's absolutely – it's ridiculous, the fact that – oh, here we go again. Yes, Russ dislocated or broke his finger on Aaron Donald's face or arm. Great. Just great. Um, all right, kick me that NFL sounder. I got one game we should talk about for the weekend. All right, let's oh, let's fucking do it. Here we go. Yeah. Whoa, 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 NFL roundup. Whoa, 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 an NFL segment. Whoa, 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 I made this for PJ. Are you happy now? That's the one. Whoa! Yes, I will. I will always answer your question. Yes, I'm happy, Tim. Thank you. So, Sunday night, Chiefs, Bills, Ooh. at KC. Here we go. I'm excited. There you go. That's my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I I just think the point of what I'm saying is that when you look over this slate of Week Five games. It sucks, and I'm disgusted with last week, um, so much so that we did not do a recap show because I can't have certain things on recording on the internet for the rest of eternity. So my Dolphins are getting beat. Who cares about JetFest? Sorry, England, again. I mean, we're sending you this garbage another time. I mean, Packers, Bengals, Lions, Vikings, Broncos, Steelers, the Saints. The only other... I mean, there's these games suck, I'm man. looking at all the spreads, and everything is, is oh, like four points. The only other good one here, TM, that I'm, that Niners, I'm seeing... Niners, Cardinals? That one's okay, but the, the, the Browns and the Chargers could be a, a half-decent game. Mainly because the Chargers are, you know, throwing the ball all over the place, and the Browns' defense has been kind of killing people, so... But yeah. that doesn't like those two teams don't move the needle. At least no, but you're point. right. That's a big AFC game for sure. I mean, that'll have you know seating implications and whatnot. yeah, and that's uh, that's yeah. one of the four o'clock games. So hopefully, um, we'll get some of that. But hey, Giants Cowboys, what are you talking? I mean, about? let's go, dude. This is like the third or this has got to be. This feels like the third week in a row where the one o'clock slate is just borderline unwatchable. Garbage. I mean, I mean it's horrible. Yeah, it's just Miami. I mean, I got to watch Miami, right? But I don't have to finish the game. Oh, <laughs> so God. the quicker the Bucks go up three scores, the quicker I can stop watching and go do something productive with my time. Because it's all about, I mean, Sunday night is appointment television, especially with the condition the Chiefs have been in, which is they only field two of the three necessary um, squads, if you will, to play football. They field special teams and they field offense. Their defense is non-existent to this point. Two and two. Um, last place in their division. I mean, that's not going to last, but it's still something to be said that we're going into week five. And Denver three and one. Raiders three and one. Chargers three and one. Um, again, no. won't last. And Raiders are a fantasy three and one. And... Uh, Denver is as well. And um, 
Billy Goodtime said that in his voicemail too. It's it's really important to look at who Denver beat the first three oh, weeks. Yeah. So oh, this, it is what it is. But this precisely why game, I'm excited. Right? They're they're the precisely why they gave me the one victory I had this week because that line was for a team that was three and zero that beat three really bad teams. So right. Right. Uh, now are we getting the Josh Gordon uh, uh, debut? debut? I don't know. That's a good question. I saw him starting to get picked up in some of my leagues. Yeah, he uh, apparently he might be on the field for a couple plays, but he can't be ready. Ready? I I I can't expect that he would be, but who knows? Uh, Yeah, but that's it, man. I don't I don't think there's anything. um, I did just see flash across the screen. Um, We've got a huge Big Ten matchup this next weekend: Iowa at Penn State, uh, or Penn State at Iowa. I'm sorry. Um, but a big weekend, uh, for the big 10, I think the big 10 has got four of the top 10 teams right now. Big win for Michigan in, uh, Madison, but Wisconsin sucks too. And, uh, Notre Dame got their ass kicked. So there you go. Yes. I love Notre Dame getting their ass kicked in that spot there. I like Cincinnati. Um, and Alabama continues to roll. It's so funny. Penn state was, um, the scores are going on, or I'm looking at my app or whatever, and I'm like, Penn State's the force, the number four team in the country. I text my cousin, and I'm like, how since when is Penn State the fourth ranked team? And he's like, Oh my god, he goes, It's flawed. They'll be fifteenth in a week. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's it's all of them. It's will Alabama be. and Georgia and everybody else this year. I, I think I have to say Florida gave 100%. Bama a good second half, but I don't I don't you know, they're always a step below. I think no. it's Georgia Bama this year. 100%. Clemson's trash. Ohio State's trash. Yeah, all the other Ohio all State the other Big Ten schools are. I mean, they're fine, but none of them have played each other yet. So yeah, there's just such a drop off in college right now. It's not even funny. Watch it, Georgia, Georgia, while we Georgia can. man. I'm telling you, that defense. They might, you know. I hope it. I just hope we get a Georgia Alabama. Well, they'll play each other, so we'll get that regardless. I believe, right? They do play. Same side of the ACC, yeah. Because Georgia that's Alabama, it was yeah, it, it yeah. happens all the time. Yeah, they get fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Georgia gets fucked all the time. So maybe this is the year. I don't know. That that is like must see television for me. Also, when that game comes around, as long as they keep beating everybody else. Yeah. But Clemson's such a bust. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's good though. I'll tell you. Last weekend sucked so bad for me with the NFL fantasy picks. Um pools and gambling i am really leaning hard college more college football like i'm getting a little more excited for saturdays lately and i don't know if i've officially said this on the show but look if you're if you're looking for any last minute gift ideas for me i've got one get me a bama t-shirt because i am on the bandwagon man i i have Hated Nick Saban long enough. The guy's still a douchebag, but Aflac, baby. I'm telling you, I cannot get enough of riding this wave of these first half bets. I ain't betting nothing else this weekend. It's the only bet I'm waking. I need a winning weekend, and that's the only way to do it. Just bet Bama, baby. See, roll tide. Roll tide. Let's go, baby. Boner. That's it, and that's it for me. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, with that, I think we're going to get out of here, TM. Thanks, everybody. Uh, call us 708-316-8822. Roll Tide. Um, we'll be back uh, next uh, Monday night. The new hotness. Roll Tide. Oh, I did find this one, too. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here we go. Oh, my God, and now he's dead. 
Mullet guy here right now. All right, it's everybody. It's the type we'll of shit that like makes your butthole tingle. Yes, yes, that is. All right, we'll see you next week. You know I love you, TM. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. And you can't stop anybody! What a fucking asshole. Ah! Ah!